I'm John C. Savage. And I'm Claudia F. Savage. And we're Thick in the Throat Honey. The podcast where parent artists share how to fit art making into their already full lives. Inspirational quickies. In under 30 minutes. Oh, John, John likes, oh, to, John oh, likes oh, to just enter oh, in. I, okay, I yeah. sort of like, all right, we'll she's, do our little intro. Okay. I'm more traditional. Oh, that's here. the other thing. We're very casual. Okay. So, <laughs> well, that's how my, basically how my whole music career started, you know, was, uh, you know, that event. Uh, I think it was like 18 or something like that. And he came to my school. And, uh, well, they, they said, we have this guy that's going to come and, 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 and do, uh, talk about music. Yeah. And his name is, uh. Roland Kirk, also known as Ross on Roland Kirk. Oh. And they said, uh, and he'll be here in a, you know, about half an hour. And we're, you know, they were kind of getting us prepared for it. Yeah. And setting up for, you know, we were in jazz band, concert band and stuff playing. And so he goes, uh, uh, so he says, and, you know, he's going to come in with a quartet and he's going to play, you know, do some questions and answers and things like that. And so I hear this. You know, like like banging in the walls and shit like that, you know. You know, and I'm going like, what the hell is that? You know, not knowing that he's blind, you know, because you, you know, you know, because he's because he's like hitting. You know, like, like, somebody's leading him, but still, you know, you know, he's like, and he's, you know, and he's covered in all this yeah, hardware. Yeah, yeah, he's got, he's, yeah, and he's got his bells and whistles and shit hanging on him, you know. And I'm going like, what the hell is this, you know? This guy comes up because I never heard of no Ross on Roller Kirk. You know, I heard, I, because I had just, you know, I had, like, when I was 16, I heard of Coltrane, but I never heard of, like, well, know, that's Ross better than the students I'm teaching well, right now, yeah, Andre. Yeah, because I mean, the, the only records I had was Coltrane and James Brown. James Brown, Live with Apollo, you know, plus all the Temptation stuff, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, I think a couple Martin Denny things. Did you have Martin Denny? My father had a bunch of Martin Denny, Denny albums. Heard, right. Primitiva. Well, Primitiva. Right. Primitiva. Right. Quiet right. Nights and stuff like that. Primitiva. Yeah. I, I okay, wait a minute. Should we introduce Andre? Oh, Let's yeah. see who, who we are. What's happening right now? Oh, this is Thick in the Throat, honey. <laughs> and this is our episode nine podcast Yeah. Now. I'm Claudia episode. F. Savage, and this is... John C. Savage. Yeah. And we're here with... Andre St. James. Yay. Oh, Andre. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, Andre has played with, I don't know, innumerable people. Five people. Five people. <laughs> Put a bunch in, of zeros after that, and we'll be good. Including Rasan Roland Kirk. So well, that, that was that was an oh, that, that was a, that was an almost. Was an almost. An, an almost. And what happened on that? Did you was, not play with? Did you play with him in the future? No. No. Okay. no I, I, I'm just. You know, I can kill myself. I commit suicide right now. But, <laughs> please. You know, please okay, I'm gonna like, really jump sad. off the Fremont Bridge or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I didn't. Because I was just like. I was a coward. I was. You were sixteen. I was scared to death. Oh, you know what I mean? I was just. I was. I was froze. Well, I don't imagine he was someone who was easily approachable when you're sixteen. Well, well, well I mean, you know, well, he, what happened was uh, when he came in, and he was, you know, like he's kind of, you know, his head's kind of doing this kind of thing. <laughs> This thing about podcasts, you know, it was televised podcast. So you guys got to bump it up, get the televised. I know, we got it. We yeah. got the, the video. Then you could see, you could see me doing the, <laughs> doing my head. It's like Eddie Murphy in Trading Places, you know. You know, it's like you know, like, you know. That's a good visual. You know, Everyone's got it now. Right, okay, yeah. okay. So he comes in, his head's going like that, and they go, he, and so he goes to talk, and he goes, oh, "Hi, my name is Ross Hunter Kurt, and I'm here to talk about splitting the mind." You know, and we were going like, splitting the mind? What the hell is he talking about, splitting the mind? 
and so so he said you know just to make a long story short he started doing these demos and he says um well i'm not like these rock and roll guys that where they go in the studio and they overdub he mm -hmm. says i don't overdub i do it naturally you know right. and we're going like what you know we're going like what what is he mm -hmm. talking about you know right. he do it naturally so he says well there's a great american song called innocent in the journey you guys have heard that we said yeah he says well i'd like to play that for you Right? He says, but then you can do this. And then they put them both together. And they go like this. So imagine that go at the same time. And then he says, but then you can go another step and you can. He had this little nose flute that was rigged up on his thing. He put this thing, it goes in his nose, a little wood flute. He goes, doot. <laughs> so While he's going, playing the other two. Yeah, so he's going. <laughs> all at the same time. You know, so and we were like, I was like totally freaking right. <laughs> and so, so, and so they were getting ready to play something and they said, okay. And, and so Ed Kelly, who was my mentor and teacher, great piano player, probably the greatest piano player ever lived that was only probably known by musicians. You played Dexter Gordon, you know, Woody Shaw, Lee Morgan, oh, whatever. Yeah. He's amazing. His wife was a beautiful uh, uh, pianist and uh, vocalist. Had a gospel choir, and I played in a gospel choir. Me and Janet Stroggins went to school when we were, like, mm -hmm. together. And so, anyway, uh, they, so the, they said the bass player is late. And they said, and so Ed says, oh, we have a bass player here, Andre St. James. He can play, play the bass. And I said, no, 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 because I was totally freaked out. See, I, now I, see, because when they asked me first, I kind of left a step out in there because they asked me what I play with him. I said, sure, I play. But then after I saw that demo that he did, I just said, I said, what does he want me to do? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, play with the bow at the same time and sing and tap dance or something. I don't know. I mean, I, it just like totally freaked right, me out. Right. And, I, and I just, I was just, and I just said, I said, no, no, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And. Ed says, you know, I understand. I really do. So he played bass. Uh -huh. He's a piano player, but he played. But he just, he's just so talented. He just, he played bass, and and then you know, I just, you know, then I went around. I think I smoked a joint or something after right, that. Right, you and were I, moping. And I was going like, damn, I could have done that. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I could have done that with you, but I, I was man, it was like a deer in the headlights. You know what I mean? Right. You're sixteen. Like, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I was a little older. Than, but, but you know yeah. and, and speaking of which I mean since we are a podcast about having kids like right. Andre yeah. mm -hmm. you're a single dad and your son single is dad. how old? 17 now 17 yeah this is part of it you know we've had some people on here that are sort of I say in the fire you know they have like teeny weeny kids like mm -hmm. sub four I've been in the fire for that's nine years that's yeah. a different yeah. kind of fire yeah, a different kind of fire yeah. but I've been yeah. raising them since I was eight years old by myself Wow. <clears throat> and it was my friends, you know, you know, come by and go like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> do, they offer, do they offer to help? Yeah, they, say, they just say wow, do or do they babysit? Like, what happens? <laughs> they, they would go like, they would go, uh, you know, I really didn't have anybody go like, hey, you can come and stay at my house for a week. Yeah. Someone, the only person who was really good about that was a friend of mine, Robin, and because her son and my son, uh, grew up together and, yeah. and they end up going to high school together and playing on the same varsity basketball team together and they right. still play varsity you know mm -hmm. and uh, had a great season this year but um, uh, 
but Robin, who is um, who is divorced from her her husband, but uh, but they have a great relationship, you know. Yeah. And he's remarried, but they still have a great relationship. So they, you know, Townsend goes between, you know, both families and situation where mine mine was like that early on, and mm-hmm. you know, with with um, joint custody. Yeah. And then she decided that uh, <laughs> she would take a hiatus and move to Arizona and didn't even tell him you know so oh, that was so that's hard so yeah so so I've been you know doing that whole thing you know <clears throat> you know that you had to go to court and made it legal and all that and I got full custody and you know and plus I got child support you know right yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, I hadn't yeah, yeah, thought yeah. about that yeah, that's, yeah. I, I, I didn't think that was going to happen you know but man I, I almost fell over when the court said hey you have a we're awarding Mr. St. James full custody, and you will pay them the money that you wanted from him. Yeah. You know, I'm going yeah. like, oh, okay. So that kind of helped. Uh-huh. You know, it helped, a lot. It helped a lot. You know, what I mean, I mean, it wasn't like it's not like making me, um, you know, like I could sit home all freaking day and practice or something, or you know, <laughs> well, that's, well, that's what or take a trip you. to Rome or something. So you know? how how do you do that, Andre? Because yeah. you you tour a lot. Like. Yeah, you're you're playing. I mean, yeah. Andre, you you play. Everything with everyone. Something I admire about you. You play all styles of music. You're doing all kinds of things. You're playing with Laurie Goldston Trio. Right. Is this Friday night? Uh, oh, that is this Friday. This Friday night. Yeah. And then tonight with Ben Ben uh, Graves uh, uh, Quartet with Eddie Pronte and Violin. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And um, we're doing some things. I've seen you do uh, solo bass experimental pieces. I've seen you do straight ahead music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first things I saw you play with were probably with. Uh, uh, Mel Brown or Gordon Lee, right? You know, so I've seen you do the spectrum of things, and you're very busy. So mm-hmm. how? Yeah, what kind of impact was that? When well, you, you know, a lot of people didn't know this behind the scenes, though. Uh, if you ever been to Jimmy Max, uh, when you come in the door, there was there's a little curtain off to the side, and there's a stairwell that goes up to the balcony, uh-huh. but usually that's closed off. Right up there, and so we'd be downstairs. I, rem- I remember being okay. upstairs. So place, so yeah. my son would be up there. Every every time I played there, up there, and I bought him his own little computer and little and little uh, 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 films and videos, and so and he would do his homework up there, and he would and, and he had to look the whole space because it'd be you know wow yeah so you know he would do his thing and it got him the headset and stuff and he watch movies and stuff so I'd bring him the gig and then after the gig you know here you know we we'd be on the way home he was like he was eight nine yeah. ten. You know, eleven. Wow. You know, so I would, so I bring them to the gigs, and so uh, Psst, don't tell the OLCC. <laughs> yeah, right. You're not OLCC, <laughs> right? Right. And even uh, when I did, uh, let's see, when I did, um, uh, what's his name, um, Emmett. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Poet, minister, guy. Would I did a record with him. And so I'd, I'd bring him to the studio, took him, you know, to, when I did Gordon's big band thing, mm-hmm. I'd take him to the studio. So he's he's been around a lot of music. Uh, I went and hung out with uh, Dave Holland and uh, down at the Brit Festival, and we, we camped out at uh, up at uh, Crater Lake at the, at the Brit Festival. And so, yeah. you know, so he's met Herbie and wow. Wayne Shorter and, and you know, and, and, and Farrell Sanders. I'd take him to the gig, you wow. know, because I knew Farrell when I was a kid, you know, uh-huh. he's, you know, from my hometown. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah so I would I would take him to the gigs and that's how I would be able to survive. But then I then I had offers to, to travel and those I had turned down, you know, mm-hmm. because I had right. because I couldn't I just couldn't leave him. 
like a week or two weeks at a time, you know, you know, I mean, because we had a big house, you know, it was like three bedroom, four bedroom house, I think, and mm-hmm. I had a 900 foot studio downstairs. And this is, and so when, when uh, we, I'd be in downstairs practicing or, or just be in the house somewhere lounging right. around like that. And he'd be going, Daddy, Daddy, where are you? I was just going to ask you. Because know, he'd, he'd, he'd totally freak out, you know what I mean? And then so I had to just like, you know, after that was the divorce and everything, I had to downsize, you know, we had to, do, you know, divide up all that, you know. Something yeah, you know what it's mean? a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, whole thing yeah. yeah, and then so I got a townhouse and it was like a two-bedroom townhouse and it was like, you know, it was, it was cool. Right. I mean, you know, so, but even, even in that situation, he, you know, I, he was really kind of clingy just, you know, because of the whole thing experience without his mother. Of course. And why did she leave and all those kind of things. And, well, and kids anyway, yeah. too. Are, I mean, to try with a younger child to try mm-hmm. to get, you know, five minutes away from them if you're alone with them. They, mm-hmm. they want to be with you. Well, yeah, he would come and jump in. I'd be yeah. asleep, you know, and the next yeah, thing yeah. I'd feel his little cold feet next to me. You know, he, he'd be, he'd be <laughs> snuggling a little lips up. You know, gives my lips, you know. And he's in the bed with me. He's like eight years old. I go like, oh, that's cool, man. Come on. And I used to tell him, you know, like, hey, anytime that you, you know, you feel, uh, you know, paranoid about something or just feel uneasy, just just jump on the bed, you know. You're such a good dad. Yeah. Might yeah. I just yeah. say yeah. that, Andre? Yeah. Maybe we don't get told it enough, you know, yeah. as parents. It's yeah, like right, you're such right. a good dad. Right. It's so, I mean. Right. It's well, they're, they're so precious. Hard. They're they're, yeah. they're they're little, and they're trying to find their way, and yeah. they don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. and and you know, and they're freaked out about certain situations. So imagine me going away on a gig for right. one or two weeks. I mean, I'm sure he'd be burning up the phone like every day. Like, Dad, where are you? When are you coming home? You know, I don't like this. You know, whatever. Of course, you know, so. because it's kind of well. What was it? So I think it was um, Tim Burn. <laughs> What do we have over for? So I, I did a residency with Tim Burton, mm-hmm. like uh, at at U Cross, and he's funny because he was telling me like we had a really little kid. I think River was like one and a half, maybe mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. We had him over for dinner, and he was telling us that he went. He so he allowed his drummer, whose name I've now forgotten, uh, Chess Chess Smith. Chess Smith. Oh, Chess Smith. Oh, he yeah, allowed Chess. him to That's bring. That's my homeboy, Chess Smith. Oh, there yeah. you go. He yeah. allowed him to bring yeah. his two year old. Okay. On tour with them. Mm. I don't. I think it was like a week. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Never again." There would just be like maybe every other day. I mean, right. it's two. You know, right. like every other day, the kid would just like have a complete meltdown or one run up on the stage. You know, if you bring the <laughs> stage. Right, right, right. You know? yeah. I mean, you see what happened with Steph Curry was like in the. Uh, he's a basketball player, and you know he's got his daughter, at, and she's at a press conference. And she runs up Christmas. She's sitting there saying, Daddy, why are these, what are these for? You know, and they're going like, you know, like that shot you made in the last four seconds. Oh, Daddy, you know, da, da. you know, he's going like, you know, you know, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? I mean, that's right, like, right, right. it's just like, you know, never again bring her to a, right. to a thing, you know, but, but on the I other mean, hand, it's yeah. like life, right? Yeah. Yeah, and life. that's what he said. He uh-huh. said, hey man, this is my daughter, right. uh, you life. know, and, and it's life mm-hmm. and, you know, I love my daughter. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys got a problem with this, then you know, then you probably won't uh-huh. want to do this. But you know, but well, River River's gotten really great at the poetry circuit. No, oh, like okay. we took Claudia was doing her book tour this summer. We took River all around, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and but I remember the and she's better now. But I remember the first time <laughs> at the was it is it the Blackfish Gallery uh, oh, down downtown? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I played there the Blackfish. Yeah, the Blackfish yeah, Gallery. Yeah. Um, 
That was a very yeah, solemn. You know, Portlanders. Very, yeah. This is the thing. You it was know, very Andre. solemn. Quiet. Portlanders are like super quiet. I was mm. like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll bring her. And then people were so like respectful to the point of almost like everyone was half dead i was like yeah. somebody talk right. no the person who talked was my kid yeah right? I, i'd been <laughs> out the river we were hanging out in the park blocks but she wanted to see mama we, i don't know we came in of course there were big like ringy bells on the door right, when we right, come right, in. Right, right. and she she was sound, she just started calling calling out for you yeah right? she just yeah. was like mama yeah. i just did blah 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 like she just was <laughs> right in the back i'm trying to read my phone i'm like yeah. ah. I just had an apple in the park, yeah, you know, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was super yeah, funny. And that's all it goes with. And people were just going like, I mean, I would have people would go, uh, would go like, you know, uh, and I said, you know, would say things like about, you know, can you have your kid be quiet or something? I said, no, why don't you be quiet? Uh-huh. You know, you talk, don't talk to me. I mean, you know, he's, I mean, I mean, you were a kid once. Can't you understand that? Right. Yeah. I mean, we kind of forget sometimes, you know, that, uh, you know, Half the people don't probably don't realize how an ass they were when they were little. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You know. You know. Really? See people rolling their eyes, and going, "Oh my god!" You know, and you're going like, "Oh my god!" You know. Yeah. You know, this so, is a moment yeah. of your life, and this is a moment. This is this this right. this moment for them right. is even bigger than your right. moment. And this is my moment right now. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? You know. Yeah. So and you're yeah, the one. Yeah. As the parent, right. dealing with the moment. Right. 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 <laughs> really. Yeah. Oh, I used to have people do like one when he was really small. People would go, uh, go like, "Can I hold your child?" And I go, "No." <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be in the grocery store, yeah, and there'd right. be someone you'd never yeah, seen right, just right. kind of coming at you, right, kid. Right. <laughs> right. Do, do the, like. Is there a problem? I said, well, the problem is I don't even know you. You know what I mean? You want to hold my kid? No, I don't think so. You know, get like really weird. But then, you know, but, but, you know, in the music, my friends were always really supportive of of that. You know, when I brought Drayden, I mean, I mean, everybody knows Drayden. I mean, I was just going to ask you that. Just like, I mean, does Farrah Sanders? (laughs) I mean, no, Farrah Sanders is totally cool. And and, and Drayden is kind of an introvert. As he got older, um, he's kind of kid that, especially around adults, yeah. um, he doesn't say much unless you say something to him. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he'll he'll, he'll kind of, uh, but, but it'll, it'll be a few words. It won't be, you know, like having a full blown conversation. It'll be like, oh yeah, yes sir, or, or you know, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I play basketball, or or yeah, I go to whatever, you know. Does he play music too, Andre? He was a good violin player, yeah. you know. But he decided um, he wanted to play ball. He wants to try. He wants to try to do college ball. Thanks for him. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. That's but, great. But I figure it's already in his ear. Plus, he has he has great he has great pitch call. He has great uh, great rhythm. He's got he, he can hear. I mean, he can really hear the music. I mean, he can mm-hmm. hear all the parts. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he's like that. You you know, he can sing like. All the individual parts, you know, in in a, in a song, a TV theme song or something like that. He'll come in and, you know, like uh, I'm watching something. And he'll be singing like the the bass line, or he'll sing the, the guitar line, or he'll sing the horn part. You know, That's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he so he can, he can hear all the parts. You know, yeah. I was thinking that <clears throat> about that kind of thing last night when I was rehearsing uh, with my friend G's band, because his kids and step kids were there. So there's like four children mm. running around the room. And how old are they? Ah, oh, they range in ages from about uh, 8 to 15 or 16. Okay. And, um, you know, one of them's learning saxophone. Mm-hmm. She's trying G's horn. She's watching me play. 
they're you know they're they're going to the piano trying things mm-hmm. they're they're just kind of all one of them takes flute you know they're all just sort of running around and just mm-hmm. think, well, this is this is what this is what will make America great again like we need <laughs> we need you know we need kids mm-hmm. hanging around don't ever say that slogan mm-hmm. on our podcast no, again. But this is this is true. This is truly great, though. You know, yeah, like know. It, just um, community, family, mm-hmm. hearing people play music in, in the house. You know, yeah, you know totally. that, all that stuff is probably Drayden's head. Oh, oh. I mean, he was hanging out at Jimmy Max. Oh yeah, Jimmy Max. I mean, he heard me play with. I mean, you know, Ingrid Jensen or mm-hmm. Benny Golson, or he's heard me play with James Moody. He's heard me play mm-hmm. with. All these different people, <clears throat> you know, and you know, the thing about the kids trying out music, you know, I work with uh, Bravo. Yeah, talk uh, a little about uh, the Bravo, Bravo program. Uh, Bravo Youth or- Orchestra is uh, is music uh, teaching young kids how to play music, through, you know, with social change and cultural differences and stuff. Yeah. And so uh, we have now we we were contracted to take over the seven clusters of North Portland that all feed into Roosevelt. And so right now we have uh, Cesar Chavez, uh, Rosa Park, uh, we have Sitton, we have George, and we're, and then we have a, we had three orchestras that were at, that were at um, Rosa Park, but we moved one of the orchestras over to Clarington, which is a bilingual school for toddlers only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. but 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 uh, but our kids that 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 we teach at that space are uh, fourth, third, and fourth graders. Okay. Okay, and and fifth graders, and so and you, I think you were talking about you know um, kids experiment with music. Well, 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 I was just asking, I was just talking to one of the girls, uh, uh, Alina, who's a, a a young Russian girl. And, and I was saying to her, um, I said, did you ever think about when you start playing, this is your third year now, that you'd be playing violin and you're playing Schubert and Brahms and Ellington and Miles. And then on top of that, uh, we have this thing where they can sign up if they want to take p- piano lessons. And so we have a person who we have come in and they take kids out of orchestra and and give them half an hour piano lessons, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, three days a week. And so now we have these kids that never played music before. They're playing violin or viola or cello or, or a double bass or whatever. And they're taking piano lessons and they're playing piano, little songs like that. But then they're writing their own songs, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's amazing. Like having this fourth, fourth, fourth grader writing a song and because we do solfege, every day mm-hmm. you know and so the kids can hear the music before they actually play it mm-hmm. and so when they hear a, a, a song on the radio they're actually singing it in solfege so they, they they and then so they just go to their violin or piano and they just play it and so they come with these little like you know what's that song called dumb broke and I'm broke or something something, <laughs> something young dumb and broke or something it's like some kind of like some kind of hip hop like song. Yeah. hundreds of songs yeah right, right. <laughs> or, or they're doing uh, uh, what's his name uh, Pharrell Williams you know uh, Get Happy yeah. or, or uh-huh. stuff like that they're, they're, they're playing these tunes and it's just amazing that when you get immersed in that and we do that five days a week wow. and we do it two and a half hours mm-hmm. a day 
Whoa. Yeah. And so the kids we, come after school and they're yeah, just... Right. They're right. in it. Yeah. Wow. Now, yeah. well, now, forgive me if I'm getting this wrong. Is this based on... El um, Sistema. El Sistema. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This, from Venezuela. From Venezuela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. We're yeah. all connected. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Sounds like Bravo's been great. Like you really... I've been uh, in the inception. Obviously enjoy it and all that. Yeah. Did you... Um, had you taught much before Bravo, or, or maybe how does that connect with maybe um, having a son yourself and, mm. and you know a kid and, and like thinking about wanting to you know, teach him music maybe? Or? No, I never. You know, so I, I try, you know it's like I think the hardest thing is teach your own kids, and, yes. and so so he did his thing. He went to Chapman Elementary Northwest, and so after school or during school they would have a, a program. For violins and things like that at the um, what is that community center called? Over right. there. Yeah, the Northwest Community. Northwest. Uh, uh, no, it's called a. Uh, it's it's right there off of um, off of a. Uh, uh, right by Chap by Chapman. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. It, it's a uh, something house. Okay. And he and he would take lessons. He take lessons, yeah. and he was taking it from Chris. Uh, Chris. Oh, he's got one of weird names, Greek name. But anyway, when I got when I got when I got in this program, then Chris was one of the violin players in the program. He came after me, you know, because I've been in it right. five years. But then Chris in the third year, Chris was became right. one of the violinists in the program. So he used to uh, teach my son when he was at the at that at that 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 facility there. Yeah. And so he, he would teach those guys. But for me, teaching my own kid, you know, I don't know if I even. Uh, and you taught I, other students I, before? Well, you, you know, I taught I taught um, mainly uh, high school because I taught it uh, kids that were at Wilson program when they had the jazz machine, right? With Thera uh, mm -hmm. and the the, uh, the recreational band that Esperanza Spalding came out of, mm -hmm. and and people like that, and and so you would use your own experience of ideas of how you play bass or how you play music or something like that. But in this situation, was more of a system, yeah, of right, a system, yeah. and so I never really taught in a system until this, yeah. And so like, and I use that same system even when I teach students now, mm -hmm. you Privately know, from like stuff, right? yeah, because I use that system because it's a place where, you know, you want to feel good rather than. Like say you know like here's the the double diminished chord over the dominant chord. That was the you way know, I learned, you know Andre. I mean? And honestly, I don't play anymore. Right, right, so there no. you go. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, because you get in this real technical thing. Yeah. Well, you know the dominant chords. You can yeah. play the the five permutations of the melodic minor. You know, and that's cool for a kid for guys who are right. kind of advanced. But but if you got some students who are just coming out, yeah. they're basically yeah. you know trying to figure out how how the you know how to play and my concept now is like you know what I'm not even teaching you how to uh, this thing called so-called playing jazz more I'm teaching you how to play the instrument yeah. rather than then you can make your own inclusion of like what you want to play yeah but but yeah. but try to how, how do I get around the instrument you know how do I get from here to here what's a, a good fingering or what's whatever and I can introduce like little short things and mm -hmm. and like position shifting and saying oh you know you can play that thing here but you know what you can also play that same line right here right. because this repeats after here 
You know what I mean? And you just yeah. showing it. Yeah. So they started going to think of home. They're going like, dude, I didn't even go. Skills like, they can use across. Well, any, yeah. Across any kind of. Any, any music. How'd, and, you, yeah. how'd you get started, Andre? Like, how'd you, how'd you get introduced to the bass? Oh, I was a bad trumpet player. And my neighbor. My, and, you, and you grew up in Berkeley, California. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, Berkeley. And, 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 and so my neighbor uh, knew I was really bad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he, he goes, hey, man, you might want to try this. <laughs> He gave you a bass. He gave you a bass. Knowing also that a bass is quieter, right, 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 right. You know, or yeah, you know, and so he knew I was so bad. He goes like, "Dude, you need to try this." 